0: You're listening to Saturday Morning Rewind with Tim Nydell. Let's go back in time when turtles roamed the sewers of New York. A masked duck protected the streets of St. Kenard. I am the terror, that black in the night. And knowing was half the battle. Go, go! It's time for Saturday Morning Rewind. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Tim. Welcome to episode number nine of Saturday Morning Rewind. As many of you may have guessed, I love cartoons, but I usually gravitate around the older ones, you know, the ones from the 80s, early 90s, you know, the ones I grew up with. But there is one cartoon out there today that I watch religiously every Tuesday on Cartoon Network. And the star of that show is going to be my guest for this episode. Of course, I'm talking about the great Jeff Bergman and the Looney Tunes show on Cartoon Network. Where Jeff is a voice of not only Bugs Bunny, but also Daffy Duck, Foghorn, Leghorn, Sylvester, and also Tweety. So sit back and relax as I play my interview with Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck. Hey Jeff, what's going on? Hi Tim, how are you? I'm doing well. How's everything going over there? Ah, uh, just
1: fine. Where are you?
0: I'm in Montana.
1: Oh, very cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Very cold. <laughs>
1: Oh, I'm sorry to
0: hear that. <laughs> that's all right. It, it'll pass in about four or five months.
1: That's the right attitude. And you know, I'm from the East Coast myself. Oh, that's right. In fact, yeah. I still have a place there, so Pittsburgh gets
0: pretty cold. I know. <laughs> all right. Now, let's go back a little ways to those early 90s or even the late 80s. Tell me, how did you get the gig as, as Bugs Bunny originally?
1: Well, this is. I think it's kind of a cool story because if I go back just a little farther, I was a junior at the University of Pittsburgh Undergraduate School. And I was walking around campus one day, as I often did, thinking of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and I happened to notice that there was a sign in the student union that said, Mel Blank, the voice of Bugs Bunny, will be appearing at David Lawrence Hall giving a lecture. And I thought, oh, that's cool. Okay, oh, but funny. Zack Benny, and all that kind of stuff. So uh, I just finished off the day and showed up. And there was like 300 people there to see him. And he brought a couple of funny Bunny cartoons and did a bunch of voices and talked to everybody, fielded questions, and they had a little reception for him. And that was cool. It was a lot of fun. And he was just great. He was in his 70s. early 70s, I guess. And um, I'd overheard that he was staying at a motel that was just down the street from the university, and i followed his taxi to the hotel, (laughs) which is, you know, even in those days, I was proving myself to be a stalker.
0: Uh
1: And waited until he got settled in his room, and I knocked on his door about 11.30 at night, and I heard a voice say, Oh, just a chippy. And I thought, oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, that was like the voice of God,
0: you know. Uh-huh.
1: And he was so nice. I said, I saw your lecture, uh, Mr. Blank, and I would I would love it. I know it's awfully late, but I could just talk to you for just a few minutes. It would mean everything. And he was so cool. He let me in. He sat on the twin beds in his hotel room. We spent about 45 minutes together, and he said, you stay in school, give it your best, and when you when you get out to California, look me up. And I actually had done a couple of my voices for mm-hmm. seemed to get a kick out of it. And it was a, such a, a great moment. It was a real pivotal moment in my life. And so eight years later, oddly enough, he passed away on my birthday. Oh, wow. And that was very strange. And I want to say about two weeks later, they started casting for Tiny Tunes. So that was eight years later. Uh, I was 29, and uh, I had just tinkered around with the voices, you know, in my early 20s after I met him. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: It seemed like I could kind of do it. You know, I was always in doing other voices, but never the Looney Tunes voices. I don't know. I just sort of connected to it, I guess. And it's maybe connected more to him, actually. And knew more of him from the Jack Benny program. The yeah. Jack Benny Show. Before the Tiny Fears, I had made a tape where on one channel there was Mel Blank's track and then on the other channel was my track and dumped it in and you know, didn't add any music or anything. And I tried to get as close as I I could. I don't know if I you know, I would could just listen to it now because I don't think my voice was nearly developed. Um in my, in my, you know, mid-twenties. So, but I started auditioning for Tiny Tunes and I auditioned for Bugs, and they said, we want you for Bugs for the show, and it just seemed incredible that that's happening, and Elmer, and then Sylvester, and Tweety, and Yosemite Sam, and Bob Martin. and before I knew it, I was doing just about all of the classic wow. characters for the show, and commuting from Philadelphia to Los Angeles for, I think, about 21 straight months. You know, uh, wow, it just was, uh, it was really cool. It was just really amazing. I got to work with Chuck Jones.
0: Wow, amazing. Uh, yeah,
1: it was uh trip. That was really a trip. Just to, <laughs> you know, I met Steven Spielberg uh-huh. at the Raspik and, uh, A Tiny Tooth. You know, that was, it was amazing.
0: And so you, cool. you were the first voice actor to fill Mel's shoes of wearing She as Bugs Bunny, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, were you were you at all scared? Because uh, I mean, his shoes are, are pretty much unfillable. But I mean, were you terrified just a little bit?
1: I, you know, it's funny. I I think I think I was first inspired, you know, because I found it was like, oh, this person is kind of weird, like me. He does voices too. I sort of get what that's about. And it was sort of like a, you know, like a kindred spirit. You know, when you find other people that do other voices, you know. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't intimidated, but then. When I started to do this stuff, and then people started to compare, okay. you know, and say, oh, well, he's not as good. No one's going to be like the legendary about my I felt really about, I felt like the size of a, a peapod, uh-huh. you know. It wasn't until all that stuff, you know, people sort of knocked you down a peg or two, which, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that, you know. And it's hard to compare the original, you know.
0: Exactly. I mean,
1: I, I, was, at an, I was at an audition yesterday. And I saw George Lazenby, who was (laughs) the second James Bond. Uh And everybody always, how can anybody compare with Sean Connery? Uh He's like the greatest, you know? So each person brings something, you know, something different. So I think I was really, really uh, intimidated. I just, I wanted to try so hard to make the voices sound like the way everybody remembered them. to sound like, and I, I did it as best as I could with my instrument at the time. But now, you know, many years later, I realize, oh gosh, everybody brings something different. Like, whoever's doing the Superman of the current time, you know, or the James Bond or Mm -hmm. Bugs Bunny, you know, everybody brings their own little something to it, you know.
0: Let me hear a little bit of Bugs Bunny.
1: It's true, Doc. I'm a rabbit, all right. All right, that's right. All right, Daffy. No, Daffy. Hold it, Daffy. All right, just a second. Why do you always get to go first? Why are you the man of the house? I'm the man too. All right, I may have a dress on, but so what? All right, Daffy. All right. Amazing. It's so Bugs really You what? know, if you can do if you can do Bugs, I think you can do all of it. because that it leads into Daffy, and if you can do Daffy, then now you're you're there for for the You're getting to be a big boy now, son. Mm-hmm. Um, and there comes a time we must cut these me some of the mysteries of life. And, God, I, say, then, and I say, then there's Paul Cole Leggold. And God, I say, good idea, son. And I say, nice boy, but about as sharp as a sack of where I say, don't just stand there leaning on it, boy. Deepak Chopra and meditate on it, son.
0: Love it, man. And then even
1: that, And even that goes into, you know, Paul uh, Cole it goes into, oh, gee, you a pony you uh-huh. you know the only real video,
0: <laughs> That's right, because you do the pebbles, uh, the the cereal, don't you?
1: It's funny. I used to do Barney. Okay. For almost twenty years, and now I do just Fred. Huh. But
0: interesting. I think
1: that's, that's kind of funny. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's really uh, uh, because it's male, you know. Except for I think, but uh, boys, uh, yeah, was more boys. was definitely crying. Um, they all really have, you know, so much of him, you know.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh huh. So that was, I think, Bugs Bunny was really the toughest voice, you know, to that, that's the toughest voice, you know. I think it was maybe I don't know if it was the most like him, but it was. I mean, other actors, they might they might tell you something different. I don't know, but I I find it's a very complicated voice to produce, you know. And then I think they're all so big,
0: uh-huh.
1: you know, that they. They take a lot of physicality. You know, I've talked to other actors, you know, Maurice Lamar who who does a great of 70 dam for our show. I don't know how he, you know, does it, you know, you know we <laughs> you know, we're all worn out at the end of uh, <laughs> uh you know, two, three, four sometimes four hours, which uh-huh. is insane. But that's what Mel did, you know, he's making us he gave us careers and, and making us work. Uh
0: he was that great. Oh yeah, amazing, amazing talent and it was very sad. I remember I think I was I think I was nine years old when he died. Well, I don't I don't mean to age you again.
1: <laughs> oh man, that put it in perspective right there. Body slap.
0: Oh my god, All right, let's fast forward let's fast forward a little bit and talk about the Looney Tune show. Now, I need to be honest with you. When it was first announced okay. I was yep. very anti Looney Tune show. I, I didn't I didn't watch it for the first season because I thought it really? would be horrible. Yes, because I love Looney Tunes that much. I didn't like that they were going to change it, but I watched it finally about a year ago, and it is by far my favorite cartoon on television today.
1: Oh, Tim! You know what? That is a cool thing. That is, thank you for saying that. I'm glad, and I just I can't wait to tell the writers because they're working so hard.
0: I can tell they are. It's I mean, amazing. They,
1: they really care so much. They. They want the characters to be fun and dimensional, but they really want they wanted to give you, you know, everybody new storyline.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And I'm so great. I'm so glad that you enjoyed. It. And I think the second season we really found, you know, like a grew, uh-huh. which is really so. It, it I, I don't want to say the episodes are easy to record, but in a way, it's so much easier because we know we know who we are. At least we think we do, <laughs> and, and you know it—it it, it kind of makes it a little more free uh, to be able to just go for it. We're well, we're trying to find the show, trying to find out where it is. That first season, yeah. I think once we got about a little, you know, halfway through it, then it became a little bit easier.
0: Yeah, I, I can tell that everybody involved, all their hearts are involved in the in the show as well. I mean, it's just so. It's funny. It's entertaining. It's got kind of the stories, and like you said in other interviews, it's kind of like it's kind of like Seinfeld in a way. It's it's a it's a it's a cartoon sitcom, and that's exactly what it is. I love that about it.
1: Yes, I think so. And I think as the uh, I don't know how many episodes that you've seen, Tim. Oh, I've seen. In our I've probably seen
0: all of them by now.
1: You've seen all of them by now. Yeah, yeah they're really, <laughs> and it gets it gets progressively, you know, more. there's more mad. It just gets more insane. Uh-huh. Uh, and I it just, I had to read the script. You know, I told our writers, Hugh Davidson and Rachel Rapa, who are two of our wonderful writers, also Larry Dorf. Uh, I typically don't see Larry at the recording session. Uh, but I just told them I, ha- I would have to read the script sometimes five, six, seven times, just so that I won't i won't laugh. And, of course, the <laughs> that I do, they still break up. Uh, right before I'm ready to say a line. Uh, you know, just it's, it's great to be able to, to say these things and these characters. Uh, I feel very fortunate, really. And it's really cool when you're when <laughs> at Comic-Con, there were kids and they quote back the line, that is the coolest thing.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> and they remember more than you do.
0: <laughs> great. Yeah, my, my girls watch I have I have two older girls. One of them is eight, one of them is five, and they, I mean, they're cracking up the whole time. It's, it's amazing. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, it's funny because people that are diehard fans, they do have those expectations that, you know, somebody's say I'm going to put a gun in Bugs Bunny's face. Uh-huh. And, but it's a different show, but yet the characters are still, you know, very similar. They look very similar, and, you know, I think they've taken the general you know but try to expand a little bit more you know yeah. I just think it's so cool that Bugs Bunny drinks coffee he's
0: jacked <laughs> up with
1: coffee they've always got coffee cups and they come downstairs with their bathrobe <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I gotta say Daffy yeah. Daffy's my, by, by far my favorite on the show
1: Daffy's your favorite yeah. well I mean it's, he's, you know my my. I think one of my favorite lines is you know I, I, can't, I can't say we didn't try he's such a quitter <laughs> you know, it's just, and it just represents the most contemptible reprehensible qualities of human beings,
0: you know. <laughs> I think my favorite episode so far is the one where Daffy is training for that marathon.
1: And, he, oh, and he's man. drinking the soda
0: and that's that, I think that's my favorite one okay. so far.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean it's uh it's so much fun, you know, I guess doing him because you don't have to edit yourself. No censorship <laughs> in that. Uh-huh. Um, that's what makes it so, you know, so fun. You know, his character has a small arc. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but uh, I think that, you know, there is an, an, an element of likability between Bugs and Daffy, you know. And that's been ex- neat to kind of explore that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, on the show too. You know, you never really got to see that before. I mean, they they've teamed up before in the in the classics, but they never showed their their relationship as as well as this.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think you know, in a seven minute cartoon, you're going to do whatever it is you're going to do. You want to, you know, laugh. You got to you got to come fast. and furious because seven and a half minutes is, is what it is. But this is a half hour sitcom, twenty five minutes, twenty six minutes. You know, and you really have to be a storyline there. And, it's kind of cool to see their relationship evolve over time, and, and it, you know it's a lot of fun. I, I love Peel of Fortune. Um, <laughs> one of my favorite episodes, extremely silly. And Daphne's trying to invent something, you know, blood butt paper, and uh, <laughs> trying to come up with a, you know, a, you know, a time travel suitcase. If you were going to travel, <laughs> pre- <laughs> Give me suitcase. Oh my! God. I just thought that was incredible, and he's you know he's trying to come up with his with his invention like Bugs did and, you know and I thought the writers were hilarious and you know he, he invented the character peeler Bugs did. you know it's almost like filling in a lot of things that we didn't really have a chance to maybe know about these characters yeah, okay. because they were short you know.
0: Now you, you guys have a lot of dialogue together, Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck. Do you record them separately or do you record them at the same time?
1: All the bug stuff is done first. Okay. usually do bug funny first. And then I'll have uh, Hugh Davidson, our head writer, he'll read all of Daffy's lines or any of the other characters, you know. So you really have, uh, you know, a, a sense of, um, you know, the relationship between between bugs and whoever he, he's talking with. And it's usually, you know, Daffy or, or Lola. Um, and then we'll go back and do uh, all of Daffy's lines. And uh, that's kind of the cool way to do it. I mean, there are some times where I'll switch. Yeah. But it, they're so different in character. And, you know, in just their the emotional content of who they are. Uh, not just their voices, but it's better to, much better to do it separately. Okay. Yeah, I've never had an episode where we've done Bugs and Daffy and Sylvester and then Tweety. I think Eligible Bachelors, if I remember correctly, oh. I think they had all four characters in there. Um, there's been a few of them. And I love to do Foghorn and Daffy. I mean, I think they're such a great new pair together. They are. And I, <laughs> I, and I love that he calls them Big Side Real Shirt. Hey, Big Side Real Shirt. I like you, boy. I like you, son. <laughs>
0: All right, uh, what can you tell me about the, this new season?
1: Well, we finished our season two.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, so that was so much fun because, you know, we really had a sense of the, what role the characters were and what their relationships are to each other. We really, I, I think everybody felt much more comfortable with that. And um, the storylines were just so, so much fun. And as far as uh, there, uh, I think, you know, we're just, uh waiting there's gonna be some uh announcement that, uh, regarding you know in other seasons you know, okay. uh, we're just uh you know waiting to hear but there's gonna be you know there's definitely gonna be some new episodes
0: oh yeah without a doubt yeah
1: so it's very it's just so much uh i'm so glad to hear that you uh that you really enjoy the show and it's cool to hear people you know when they like certain
0: episodes yeah i mean the this show is amazing i mean it's I'm not much of a TV watcher, and that's one thing I, I watch almost every day, but if I catch it on every day.
1: Wow. it's so cool. That's so cool. And I know that there's going to be, they're going to explore a lot of different types of storyline. Uh-huh. And, you know, it's really interesting because we get so many different things. There's, I think the, the, thing, the comments that people say about Daffy, <laughs> you know, especially when he really screws up, <laughs> Uh you know, uh, I think it was the, the episode That's My Baby. Okay. Where he comes to pickina, he comes to up for a date and he comes to the door and she's got a baby in her hand. Yes,
0: yes, that's a great one. <laughs>
1: you have a baby? You're a mother? <laughs> a baby? You lied to me! <laughs> mm, that's it. I'm done. I'm done with you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was done. That was I mean it, it was so great. And you know, a lot of guys are like, Yeah, dude. Yeah <laughs> He's a man, he's gonna quit and run. <laughs> it was it was so funny. <laughs> you know. But then you know, at the at the end, you know, he's all warm hearted and you uh-huh. know he's go I I think I wanna know I know what I want to do with my life. I wanna be a mummy. <laughs> yeah, that was so much fun that episode it was just it was great
0: oh another classic Daffy was is the one where he's teaching is it water polo is that the episode
1: it's, um, or swimming or something swimming. It's, yes 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 swimming
0: that's, that's an amazing swimming. episode
1: that was a lot of fun yeah that was a lot of fun because whenever he's the instructor the oh. teacher um, yeah all, it's all gonna go wrong <laughs> at yeah. some point
0: well, Jeff, I don't want to take up all your time. I can talk to you for hours, so I don't want to take up your whole afternoon here. Um, before I let you go, can you end the show as Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck?
1: Yeah, yeah Bugs. Are you uh, going to listen to that uh, that program, that podcast? You know, with uh, what's his name? Tim Nidell. You know, he's the guy that knows all about all the cool new animation shows like ours. Uh, Daffy. I'm surprised that you would even think to mention that to me. I'm incredibly hip. I mean, we've got got all the latest technology, and I read about everything. So, of course I know about Tim Nydell. He's interviewed other great actors and other great stars. Not just me or you, but there's a lot of other people. Why, he's interviewed Spongebob. Oh, you think you're so smart. You're so smug, you know everything. Well, let me tell you something. I'm in good with Tim. He knows who I am. So there. All right, folks, you heard it from Daffy Duck. That's right. Saturday morning podcast with Tim Nidell. That's right, folks. Saturday morning with Tim Nidell. So that's it, Doc. Bye. Bye, Sheila. Bye. Go home. Don't you people have homes?